What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to episode number 32 of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. I'm Parker Fields here, as always, with my co-host, Donnie Menke. Donnie, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Ready to talk about this Bengals-Bucks game? Exactly, exactly. This should be a good one. But first off, we got a little coaching news uh, from Xavier and UC. News with both Millers. Uh, Sean Miller uh, is not going to be suspended from his little scandal with Arizona which was going on, yeah. which is really nice for Xavier fans and just Xavier in general out there. And then Wes Miller uh, signed an extension. And, I mean, that's awesome because I think Wes Miller is definitely the guy to lead UC. I think he's a really good coach, so I'm happy for him as well. So, Donnie, you got some thoughts on that? I was kind of surprised to see Miller get nothing, but they threw out the one charge that was against him. So, like, if you're going to throw out that charge, obviously there's not going to be a punishment. Wes Miller, I just thought the timing was odd. You know, mm-hmm. in middle of the season, but you know, you need that. For it seemed kind of early, but Big twelve. So yeah, yeah, it, it's. Not, but I like him, so I don't hate it because I like him. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad deal by by any means, but just I the timing was weird to me. Agreed. Otherwise, I like it. I'm with you. Um, both these moves I like a lot, though. For both, or not both these moves, both things are positive for both programs. That's what I meant to say. Both these moves, one of them is not a move, but. It's awesome for Xavier because, like, I mean, not having your coach during the beginning of Big East play, like, good stretch of Big East play could have been cru- uh, brutal for him. Like, seriously. I mean, we yeah. all know that. He's a really good coach, and without him, uh, if he was suspended, he would would he have even been able to, like, game plan or anything? No. As far as I know, no. He wouldn't have been able to have any, any, involve- yeah, any if, yeah. involvement. Yeah. Now, if he could game plan, I mean, that's – like, it's not as bad, you know what I mean? But, yeah, if he can't have any involvement. See, my thing, though, is how would they even enforce that? I, you just probably just don't let him on campus for a few days. Yeah, it's but probably... I'm saying, like, my thing is, like, he's not going to text the coaches, the other coaches. Like, are they going to read the coaches' messages or something? Like, that's my know. thing. I'm not, I'm not that into the weeds on it, so I don't know. Yeah, but that's my that's thing. Like, how they would have to do. I'm saying, though, like, yeah, like, how would they enforce that is my question. That's my only question. Um, but, yeah, with Wes Miller, signing extension, which is huge for UC. Weird timing, like you said, like middle of the season. But I understand why they did it. Uh, how many more years did he have left on his contract, do you know? I think he still had four, but this puts, what, another three on there? Like, he's coaching yeah. for 2029 now, so, you know, if it doesn't work out, he gets a pretty nice buyout, and if it does, they're – gonna have success in the big 12 so damn i didn't realize he's that young still west miller's only 39 i was thinking he was like early 40s like 42 43 he's still still pretty young yeah yeah he's real young (laughs) yeah he's real young to be a head coach um and he's been a head coach for 12 years already imagine that being like 27 being a division (laughs) one coach that's crazy (laughs) um but yeah i think it's a good move for uc and uh, we can get right into the Bengals talk as the Bengals uh, play the Buccaneers this weekend. We're facing Tom Brady and Tampa Bay this weekend. Uh, the yep. GOAT, Tom Brady. Joe Burrow has a lot of comparisons to Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. He's more of the prototypical, like, 
top tier quarterback compared to like he can move obviously better than those guys, but he gets the most comparisons to Brady and Manning because he doesn't have the most just God given abilities by any means. And he's just uses his brain and his smarts to read defenses and outwit people a lot of times. And that's why he gets a lot of those comparisons. So I'm excited to see how Burrow does in this matchup. I mean, uh, I'm excited to see the post game. If Tom Tom's been showing love this year though, to people, because I think he realizes they're not that good. So he's like, he's not just like out, you know what I mean? He's not out there every loss, just not talking to people. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because he did sign that interception ball. He did. And like, I saw the uh, the guy getting hate for like uh, asking to get that signed. I mean, who cares? Like if you grew up idolizing no. Tom Brady. Right. And this is the one change you're going to get. Yeah. Like if you grew up idolizing him, like why not? I mean, it's Tom Brady. Like, think, like exactly. it's just crazy to me, like, these players in the NFL now, like, they were, like, little, and Tom had already been in the league a decade. <laughs> like, they were little <laughs> kids, like, six, seven years old, eight years old. Tom had been in the league a decade, had won three Super Bowls already, an MVP or two. Like, he was already one of the best quarterbacks of all time when they were five years old. That's just weird and insane to me. That is pretty weird. That is pretty <laughs> weird. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's cause it, it's, it's just gotta be a cool moment. You pick off somebody that you've been idolizing most of your life. And I saw, um, Cam Taylor Britt said that he would do the same thing, but, um, who's, who was it? One of the other young players on the Bengals defense said they wouldn't do that. So I guess it's just a personal preference thing. Like badasses. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it should be a fun matchup, man. I think the Bucks are getting a little, little too much hate right now just because of last week. But you know, I think they're. they're and the Forty Niners are good, man. The Forty Niners are good, man. And Brock Purdy's they already legit. Clinched their division. Yeah, I mean they already clinched. They their clinched division. it. There's still three weeks left. Yeah. That's crazy. Last, last night clinched so it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Oh, because they have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks three games back with three games left. So and the and it's crazy though because. At one point, the Seahawks were like six and three, and the Niners were like four and four. Yeah, it was the Niners. Like that. No, the Niners have won seven in a row. They were three and four when they lost to the Chiefs. They oh were three yeah, and four. Okay. So they've yeah. won seven in a row. That's nuts. Jeez, I mean, like they're impressive. good. Yeah, it does not. Imagine if they actually had an elite quarterback at some point. Like <laughs> imagine, like just I don't like want to. yeah, you really don't because like. <laughs> I don't know. They're just I – mean, they're God, a weird team. Even Brady in offense this year would be insanity. Uh-huh. With, because Brock Purdy doing what he's doing, and he's, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Yeah. I uh, I think Purdy's, like, really good. I, I My question is, <laughs> with that, like, Trey Lance start when he comes back? I don't know. But Bengals-wise, um – this Buccaneers team, I mean, they still have a solid defense. Their defense still isn't bad. They play good defense. They make the game yeah. ugly. They're going to try to make the game ugly, obviously, because they're not going to beat the Bengals in a shootout. That's just not going to happen. My only worry in matchups in this entire game is what you talked about earlier. The Bucs still do have Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and Chris Godwin, even if uh, Julio's a little, a little older. He's actually played not that bad this year, honestly, when he's healthy. Um, yeah. And yeah. Mike Evans is the still Bengals Mike Evans. 
Yeah, and the Bengals are down three corners with Hilton being ruled out, Jalen Davis being doubtful. Yeah, and that, that kills us in the slot without Hilton because yeah. Chris Godwin might eat in the slot. Yeah, still step on up. By far the biggest test of your season. Because <laughs> you really haven't shown much so far. <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, he is not like Cam Taylor Britt's been the much more impressive draft pick so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hill hasn't gotten a ton of snaps, though, either. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. His position, yeah. Because, um, I mean, yeah, you got Jesse Bates and Von Bell. You're not going to get that yeah. much play right now. Yeah, but still, you you don't that 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 could be the matchup that kills the game if uh, if Dax Hill can't just manage manage Chris Godwin. Yeah. Because I think I think Mike Evans seems like almost like he's checked out half the time. Like he's yeah. just not trying as hard as he has in years past. And Julio Jones, he still flashes, but he's not his old self. Yeah. Like I think Cam Taylor Brick can handle that. If you look at Evans, yeah, he's going to get it. I mean, it's just the consistency with him is insane. He's really never been at any point of his career. Like, would you? has he ever even been a top 10 receiver? It's been like borderline top 10. His consensus, whole consensus, I don't know about top 10, but probably yeah. he's he's pretty underrated yeah. for his career. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Wise, no, he's never been top but 10. But my thing is like the consistency is insane. He's about to have his ninth straight thousand yard season, nine seasons into his career. That's just insanity because he's never had a year over. Besides, he had one year of 1524, the year of the Jameis 30 for 30. The year where yeah. Jameis threw insane passing numbers. Um, besides that year, his highest year is 1321. So it's not like he's had like – he just has a lot of seasons of 1,000, 1,100, 1,100, 1,000. He's just so consistent and so solid. Like it's just like he's so underrated. He's at 80, 805 this year with uh, four games to go. So he'll likely hit it as long as he averages 50 yards a game these last four games. He'll likely hit it. And, I mean, they'll probably yeah. force feed him to get – it because it's a cool streak that's going on and it just i mean he's such a consistent number one option for the bucks yeah he really is and it just seems like the effort isn't quite there when i watch the bucks this year like there, there's too many plays where it feels like he just gives up on it <coughs> like yeah and, and obviously he gets stuff called back by penalties a lot too that seems to affect him almost as much as anybody in yeah. the nfl but he probably should already have a thousand yards if I'm being honest, mm -hmm. because that injured that wide receiver core was decimated for a while with injuries. Yeah, it feels like he should already be there. And let's be real, the Bucks are six and seven; they should be four and nine. Two of those wins were just Tom Brady's the freaking goat, and he just came down the field or and just made an insane comeback versus the Rams and the the Saints. Like this team really should be four and nine. There's that, <laughs> but they also should have beat Cleveland too the week yeah. of Thanksgiving. So like yeah, it, they it, but um yeah they're they're a solid team. They're just not well rounded. That run game is terrible. Like legitimately yeah. bottom three not dead last. And I don't think it's because of their running backs really. I like Leonard Fournette and I like Rashad White. Yeah I like Rashad White. I don't you don't like, like Fournette Rashad, but that huh? You don't like Fournette not, not this year, no. I think he's been. I think he's part of the problem this year. But past years, no. I think he's been pretty good. But that offensive line is bad this year. Worfs is yeah. not healthy. They lost Kappa, obviously, to the Bengals. Jensen tore his ACL. Like, there's just a lot of turnover on that line. 
Mm-hmm. It's just not as good. Their run game's been better in recent weeks, but it's just still not still not anything great. Yeah, they, they went to more better. Of a, yeah, they went to more of a committee thing a few weeks ago with Rashad White getting more carries. Yeah. And um it's just yeah, they went sort of to what they had with Rojo and Fournette a couple years ago. But you take a yeah. look at like on the season, like Rashad White, even I mean, we said he's his yards per carry is shit too. They're both under yeah. four, him and Fournette. Yeah, they're both, both under bad. four. Mixon, who started off with that atrocious like three point one, is even over four now. Yeah, yeah, he's got Mixon's what one hundred and seventy two for seven hundred one. I looked at it right before we came on. I was so. about to say this kid. <laughs> no, yeah, stats I looked, off the I looked at it right when we came on, but okay, it's I was about to yeah, say. no. Okay, here Guy's it is. A whiz. The whiz the kid. difference. Mixon has thirty three more carries than Fournette, but a hundred and jeez, one hundred and seventy seven more yards. Damn. So he's at like yeah. There's the difference. And like, the Bucks do have a solid run defense. I will say that most of the time. Yeah, yeah, they're the, still. A good they did defense. get destroyed by the 49ers run offense, but like, who doesn't get? work the the that 49ers are by far the most talented team in the nfl besides quarterback and it's been like this for like four years their roster is so talented they just won yeah. they can't stay on the damn field they're always hurt their team just gets hurt all of them like they never can yeah. all be healthy at the same time it just doesn't work Lance like that this reason. year even they need to f- fire whoever runs the training staff for them like seriously like them and the chargers both yeah, like what goes on there? Like, knock on wood, but like the Bengals have had a pretty healthy team in recent years, and like it, since I've been alive, like they haven't been decimated with lots of lots of injuries most of the time. They've had some untime. What? <laughs> you better knock on a lot of wood. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But even though this desk is uh, <laughs> glass, but um. It's just like a lot of teams too, not just the Bengals. So, but like, wh- where are, like their whole roster gets injured, and they're still this good, and like their run game's that good. So, like, I don't take anything from the Bucks not being able to stop CMC and the 49ers run offense. I mean, that's the best run offense in the NB- NFL. I was about to say the NBA, um, <laughs> but NBA run. Offenses. I think the Bengals can have some success around the ball too in this game, and I think we need to have success because I feel like. The Bucks are going to try and make this game ugly. They're, they're going to try their best to make this game ugly because, like I said, they're not winning a shootout against the Bengals. They're going to have to try and keep it close, and then Tom makes some plays late to win it is how they're going to have to try and play this. Because if they try and get into a shootout, I mean, it's going to be over quick <laughs> if 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 we're if we're playing like that. Um, and yeah. my concerns are a little less concerns at this point because I think the Bengals can protect – can protect Burrow like they've shown the last few weeks. If they can protect Burrow, I think the Bengals are going to win this game because Burrow's Yo, been really Burrow's well protected time. recently. And if he's got time, yeah. I mean, not many people better than him if he has time. He's still he's Burrow's probably the two like two things I would have him work on right now are like the batted passes because he leads the league in that, but he also can get rushed. It seems like still a little too easily. But when he's not, when he's in rhythm. Yeah. Clinical, absolutely yeah. clinical. That's what I'm I was saying. Watching, um, 
JT O'Sullivan, who does the QB school, talking about um, if you're putting on, if you're picking an NFL quarterback right now to use as a clinical tape for how to play quarterback, you're picking Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just so, like, that's what I was saying. He's so fundamental and, like, just has the fundamentals mastered, like the mind game of quarterback mastered. But he's yeah. also got the Mahomes just make a play, scramble with your head. Like, that's what makes him different is the fact that he's got that Brady, Manning, sit-in-the-pocket style, and that's how he wants to play. But if everything breaks down, he can't. He can move. He runs fast for a quarterback. He runs well. He's not a burner, but the guy can move. Yeah, yeah. He's got. He how, what would well you say enough. if he ran the forty? He's like four six five speed. I'd say four seven. Yeah, he's, he's no like a four seven. Four seven. Yeah. 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 I exactly. wouldn't say any worse than that. He's because he moves well enough. Obviously, he's not a burner. If he was a burner, we'd already be talking about him as the best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> By far, because, wouldn't even be close if they were running read yeah. options all the time. Yeah, it, it. But um, he moves. He's really, really good with his pocket management, mm-hmm. and his legs are a big part of that because yeah. he's able to to slide pretty well, and he's able to take off. So that threat's always there, and you know that that's going to be an issue for the Bucks defense because. It's an issue for every defense. Like, let's just be real. <laughs> That's just what it is. It's just it's, it's a nightmare for defenses. Because even if you even if you contain coverage well, if somebody you know if there's a rushing lane open, he's going to be able to take advantage. Even if it's yeah. his first read. A matchup I'm really intrigued to watch this week is, um, I mean, honestly, is Cam Taylor Britt corner one or Eli Apple? Eli Apple, yeah. So corner two is Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah. Yeah. I uh so you're gonna have Julio and Cam Taylor Britt out there, and then you're gonna have Eli Apple and Mike Evans. I want to watch that Eli Apple versus Mike Evans matchup. Hopefully yeah. he comes to play because I mean Mike Evans, uh that's gonna be a tough cover for him. Yeah, it will be. I can't decide if they wanna like put if the Bucks are gonna wanna put Mike Evans I mean, honestly, on an though, island over there, quick. like isolate him, or if they're gonna wanna put like both. Or if they're would going to Britt be the, the better matchup? Would Britt be the better matchup to put on Evans though? Because I feel like he's more physical. Athletically, if Julio's going, you probably need to put Taylor Britt on Julio. Yeah, because Julio still flashes that athleticism more than Evans does. Evans and, is and just Taylor so Britt's physical. the most athletic corner on the roster. Like by yeah. far, he's oh, insane yeah. as an athlete. But yeah, if if Julio's not healthy, he might be the better matchup for Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, you might be onto something there. Just because how, like, uh, physical Brit plays, and, like, we know Mike Evans is physical as hell on the outside. <laughs> like, that dude's massive. He's yeah. the best. I mean, even though, like, I don't think he's really slowed down at all. He, like, he really is just, like, the most consistent player. He's been in that 12 to 15 range his whole career as receivers. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a legitimate wide receiver one his whole career. Obviously, there's a few guys you'd rather have, but he's just so damn good and consistent. Um, yeah. I want to see Brady versus this uh, this young secondary. Donnie and me were talking about it a little bit earlier, but like I want to see Brady versus this young secondary, and like uh, I think he can match. Matt, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Good. Um, but I know Donnie's got to get out of here soon. We can get into our picks if you want. Yeah. Or do you um, got? Okay. Go ahead. I was thinking uh, we need to talk about too. It looks like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are going to be healthy. 
gonna be good Thank to go. God. Although with well, T. actually, we don't know. who knows? Yeah, T. yeah, Higgins, no. We don't know. <laughs> I'm done gambling on T. Higgins. Zach Zach Taylor <laughs> is a ugh, jerk for that. But um, injury. What's even the point of the one snap? <laughs> what is the point of one snap? Like, is Don't Zach Taylor just trying to, like, screw people's parlays up? Is that what he's doing there, like you think? He's just like... He, he said he kept him alive for a goal package, which I guess, sure, fine. Um, but Bucks injuries, too. Julio's still questionable. Vita Vey's out. Carl Nassib is out. Jameel Dean's out. Jannard Avery's out. Like, they're banged up pretty good, too. Yeah, no, and the Vita Bucks Vey, are that's, that's massive. That's Vita big Vey, for the run game. Because he's a really good, yeah. He's a really if Vita Vey's in there, I don't think I would say we could run the ball on the Bucks <laughs> at all. <laughs> he yeah, might just not, plow through wrong. and get mixing every time. Yeah. Like, if you were to ever hit the free agency market after we don't have Reader anymore, I'd be like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, Shaquille Barrett, obviously, on injured reserve, too. So this is a pretty we're gonna be in, up real defense. quick. We're going to be in the market now, like since we've sort of solidified ourselves as like one of the best five teams in the NFL these last two years. We're going to be now getting the old vets who want to come win a ring. We're in that market now for sure. That that be that'll be interesting. We're going to be getting those that'll like old vets who because this might be another episode, but like that'd be an interesting. Be- shift maybe for the Bengals because they don't typically sign dudes like that. But that's what I'm saying. Now we're like one of those teams that like these guys like like how like Bobby Wagner this year like went to the Rams. Like guys like that, like really good players still. Like I don't I'm not talking about like ring chase and Vince Carter at 43 and then I'm talking about like just veteran like early 30s guys that still got stuff left in the tank that are gonna want to win a ring and be on a good team, you know? We're gonna be in that exactly. market now. Yeah. That'll be definitely interesting to watch this offseason. Because pe- some people for sure thought we were a fluke last year. Oh, 100%. But I also think people overthought it. Like, once yeah. that line got – once that line gelled, it's, this offense has been rolling. Yeah, literally, but since the line has been just playing solid, we've probably the been the best team in the NBA, NFL this year. Like, since then, besides the Eagles. Besides the Eagles. can tell you're filling in on NBA podcasts. Yeah, yeah <laughs> literally. I've been filling in. I've done, like, two, and I keep saying the NBA. God. Shit. But um, you're all good, man. <laughs> the but, Bengals yeah, are in the, the NBA bang- now. <laughs> hey, Joe Burrow thinks he could average 15, and T. Higgins was a five-star recruit, so we might them there. Yeah, um, no, I, uh, T. Higgins. But uh, anyway, anyway, um, this Bengals offensive line, yeah, they played the most snaps together of any five-man unit this season. I think first or second, but you can tell like they're really gelling pretty well, and I think that's going to play a factor with Vita Vey and Nassibel for, for yep. Tampa. I agree. I agree with you. Um, You got your score prediction, though? Yeah, I was going to say, with all that being said, I still find it hard to believe that this that the Bengals are going to put up 30 on them just because that backing four is so good and the secondary is still pretty good. And I think so they're going to, like, Tom's going to try and just check the ball down. He's going to try and somehow move the ball and keep the ball out of Burrow's hands for sure. Yeah, but... ball possession, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking – Bengals 24 bucks 17 is what I'm thinking because Tom Brady seems pissed, but the rest of that team doesn't. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think they're just kind of walking into the playoffs, honestly. Like, I think they're kind of like, I mean, our positioning isn't going to get any better. We're going to be the four seed. I mean, we'll try and tune up right before. (laughs) And like, we have Tom. 
I feel like that's kind of the, like Tom even. Like they're just like they're going to walk into the playoffs and like I'm still not counting them out in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I don't care who the hell. Like it's just like if Tom Brady's playing like everything's like gets tighter in the playoffs. And I mean, it's just like if it's a one possession game, I mean, you got to put your money on Tom Brady. And it's not like that team isn't talented. You know what I mean? They just got to figure stuff out. They're just not that team right now. Their team is still talented. They still have most of that roster that won a Super Bowl two years ago. It's still yeah, most of the same team. Just no no Gronk, which is big. No Gronk and no OL because Worst is out too. No who? Tristan Worst. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Yep, you're right. Um, I'm going to go my score prediction. I'm going to go Bengals. What's the spread? Three and a half. Okay, I'm gonna take the Bucks to cover. I'm gonna go 23-20 Bengals. Uh, I think it's gonna be a really tough that. game, and I think Tom's gonna. Mo- I don't think Tom's gonna have like a atrocious game. I think he's gonna move the ball well because our defense uh, does give up a decent amount of yards. We do that bend don't break, like we've said, and I think Tom will move the ball down the field, and they'll settle for some field goals, and he'll get a couple touchdowns. I think this will be a late cover, though. I think it'll be one of those we're up 23-13. Tom gets the ball with three minutes left, goes down the field, scores, gets on side kick attempt, doesn't get the onside kick. I think it'll be like that, which is how a good amount of the Bucks games have ended this year. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it really I is. think it'll be like that late backdoor cover, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. Yep. But um, that's it for this episode, episode number 32. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. As always, me and Donnie are here bringing you the best Bengals content in the world. Um, uh, <laughs> hope you guys all enjoyed follow us on our socials and subscribe on YouTube and we'll see you all on the next one see you guys see y'all